Hi guys, welcome back to my Steps to Sobriety, my show on YouTube and as a podcast with me, your host, Stefan Neff. Today, I have got two guests. Yay! That's the more the merrier. It's beautiful. And it is, it is beautiful because, unfortunately, 50% of all marriages nowadays are ending up in divorce. And it is brutal. And I think this figure is probably by now historical because uh, ultimately with the stresses of, of COVID uh, from unemployment to, to increasing frustrations to then that leads to family disturbance and, and domestic violence, uh, I think the, the rates will have gone up. And therefore I, I, I've got two experts here today on the show that can teach us the lessons, the hard lessons that they have learned uh, when, when they are out there. And they are nowadays making it their mission to help women and, and couples, I assume, to, to live through that nasty time that a divorce can be and, and may keep your sanity and keep you, keep you somehow on the right track and not mistaking the fact that your marriage has failed with you being a failure. I think that is such an important bit. So I have got T.H. Irvin and Jessica Klingbaum. Uh, and it's beautiful to have you guys on the show. Please, please, please welcome to my show. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. An absolute pleasure. Um, unfortunately, we all develop our missions in life. And th these missions, they come from either dreams that people pursue or from very bad experiences that they have gone through themselves, where they then end up saying, okay, let's make sense of that. Let's actually, let's actually come out with something that we have learned all these hard lessons ourselves. Let's make sure that others don't go through it. And I do believe that the second uh, is the, the case for you too. So who is happy to go first? Who wants to show their story first? I'm happy to go first. <laughs> um, I mean, Teach and I have known each other for 25 years at this point or more actually since college because she went to high school with my uh, ex-husband. That's how we initially first connected. We joke that we got each other in the divorce. Um, we got engaged within a month of each other. We got married within a month of each other. And then we, the four of us did a ton of stuff together for years. We would travel together. We had great trips together. Um, and we would do so much stuff together. We, CH had a, a couple of kids before I did, but our sons are, were born a week apart. And there we were just yeah. you know, living our lives. And, um, and then out of the blue, I mean, you can, we can say now out of the blue, but when you're getting divorced and there's been infidelity involved in it, then you start thinking back to things. So I don't know how out of the blue it really was, but I wasn't really ready to face it until that it actually was you know, thrown in my face um, that my husband had been having a long-term affair. Her husband knew about it and had been protecting my husband. 
And so that just sort of started the cycle for us. We ended up getting divorced. Today she'll tell you her story. We ended up getting divorced at the exact same time. Well, separated at the exact same time. Separated <laughs> at the exact same time. Correct. <laughs> because oh, they were true. covering for one another, but doing their travels and all of their stuff, you know, with their, with their, uh, I don't know what you want to call them. Girlfriends anyway. at the time. <laughs> right. So we, our experiences were very different in terms of how our divorces were handled, negotiated, and what the end results were. I don't think divorce is ever really fast necessarily, but I had a pretty painless, other than the emotional pain of the fact that my husband had been having a long-term affair, the actual divorce itself, getting through it, um, I think was pretty good. And it was over long before TH's was. However, we were the only ones at that time that were that we knew of that were getting divorced. And it was just one of those circumstances where you can talk to people and they'll know you're getting divorced and they say, how are you? But they don't necessarily want to hear all the mundane details of every single thing that you did that day. But we wanted to hear it. I wanted to hear everything about what was her meeting with the lawyer like that day. And she wanted to hear everything about, you know, what Darren and I had accomplished that day because we were helping each other emotionally and logistically with what we were both dealing with. And that experience and us feeling like we really had someone who understood exactly what we were going through who we could trust and rely on and have that support at a, just a totally different level than your regular friends and family support. We knew that at some point in the future, we were going to have to figure out how to harness all of that and, and pay it forward and put it out there to be able to help other people going through divorce. And that's X experts today. Mm. That's my story in a nutshell. <laughs> Way better in a nutshell, but she did a good job. <laughs> so it, it so okay, but the other story, th you first. So, so we were really leading parallel lives, and as close as we were as couples and as friends, we still didn't know. Nobody knows what's going on behind the door, and we were super close. And Jessica had no idea of how I was actually feeling in my relationship. And I didn't know about hers until the day that we both got the phone call that kind of let all the secrets out of the box and validated the uncomfortableness that we each had felt at different times with our then husbands. And for me, it was kind of like, well, first of all, I was thrilled because I was really miserable in my marriage. And for multiple reasons, wasn't able to find my way out of it. And that phone call saved me. I ran for the hills as fast as I could. I was out. But the divorce itself, so the business side of it for me was way more complicated than the emotional side because I was ready for this. I feel like for Jessica, the emotional side was way more complicated for her because she really you know, they have and have now a very special bond. And um, so that piece was more complicated than than the business of divorce. Um, but we had one another and, and we're very good listeners for each other. We somehow just intuitively knew how to support one another, even though that's definitely not how I work with 
any of my other friends. You know, some friends are fix it. Some friends are toxic. Some friends know everything. Some friends know nothing. You know, like your friends and people in your life serve different purposes. Um, but Jessica and I were able to be really good listeners for one another and support one another in ways that really worked for us. And the sharing of valuable information, but really it was the emotional support that got us through. And so we've created this platform that will help support people. We've lived it so we get it. It can be lonely, it can be scary, but that's only if you really feel alone. And so we are creating a community and building a community of real life experts like ourselves to support, you know, not every, we may, I may not resonate with everyone. Jessica might not resonate with anyone, but other real life experts of ours might resonate. And then, and then the network can grow. Mm. And, um, and then there's the business side of it. So of course you have the business of divorce and, and we're hundred um, percent addressing that. But the key thing is that we are sharing our stories. We are on the bright side of this. It's been this year, we would have been married 26 years, but we are divorced as long as we are married. We are separated 13 years. We were married 13 years. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, I've done so much that I am proud of in the last 13 years, way more other than my children um, than I did in the 13 years prior. Yeah. I mean, I really took life by the horns and it's not easy and um, you make a lot of mistakes, but as long as you're willing to keep moving forward, even at a snail's pace for a little while, then that's where we are. And that's the message we want to send. You, divorce is divorce sucks, but it is an opportunity to make a change in your life. That's going to make you feel so much happier about the rest of your life. Well said. Mm -hmm. Beautifully said. <laughs> and I think the point, of course, is that is uh, no one wants a divorce. You don't get married to get divorced, apart from maybe some, I don't know, actor couples, uh, where that seems to be sort of, yeah, okay, but to be in six months, now we do a divorce, okay. Right. Um, yeah. So, no, it, most of us go into a relationship and really want, want to make it work. And there are many, many reasons why things don't end up the way it is people do sometimes change sometimes you change and and you are actually moving away and you know a lot of things happen and so therefore by no means should anyone feel that that the failure of a relationship is is a failure failure of of the person themselves i'm going to stress this so much because that's such an easy trap to go into um, it's so much easier said than done also because i mean as reasonable logical people we know that people know that but when you're in the throes of a divorce you you can't help but look try to look back and think what could i have done differently awesome. what should i have done differently you know, we had young kids. My children were two and four. TH had three kids under the age of eight. No, now, and we also come from a generation nowadays, we know divorce is quite prevalent. It's not very uncommon mm. to the detriment, maybe to some degree of society that there are people are just willing to walk away without necessarily putting a lot of work into it. 
However, we come from a generation where it wasn't that common. Good. We knew people growing up whose parents were divorced, but not half of them by any stroke of the imagination. So we came from a gener- generation of like, yeah, you should be able to make it work. Look at everybody who's able mm-hmm. to make it work. All of our parents who are able to make it work. We have no idea whether or not all of those people are you know, happy. It was really working. Right. But you, we came from a place of divorce was not that common. People would always say, I'm so sorry to hear that. You know, we were looked at as the victims. And then there is always the, okay, well, the problems happened, but he cheated. So that's the end of it. And then you have to like figure out, well, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not good enough. Like who did? So I I think that you're hundred percent right. You can't look at it as you're a personal failure, but you're gonna for a little bit because it's one of the natural steps in the progression, I think, of like healing yourself after divorce to be able to recognize that it wasn't meant to be for one reason or another. And you have the the right and the capacity to decide if you want to stay or if you want to go. But if you go, we're there to tell you if that's the decision you make, because we're not advocates of divorce. We're not pushing anybody to get divorced. We're just saying, if that's the way that you want to go, we promise you there's light at the end of the tunnel. You will be happier on the other side. It might, it might be a little bit before you get there, but, but it's true. And we're living proof. And one other layer to that is that's all stuff that you feel inside with, you know, our own insecurities. Like he's with someone else. She's skinnier. She's whatever. But it's scandalous. It's the town gossip. Everybody wants the inside scoop. Half of them don't give a shit if you're happy or sad or how you're doing. I had some jerk come up to me and say, so I hear you're getting a divorce. Instead of saying, how are your kids doing? How are you doing? Are you guys okay? Anything I can do to help? He just came up to me and wanted to know the details of my divorce. And I got up and I walked away. And so that added societal pressure is 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 hard to shed. It's it's overwhelming. And like I said, I ran for the hills. I was ready. I was ready for me, but I wasn't ready for society. Right. And, you know, this, the stuff that my kids went through, like it's, it's complicated, but I will say that if you, for me anyway, trusting my gut has been my clearest compass in my life. And I'm finally listening to it the day I got that phone call. I was like, you're right. You're right. I hear you. Now I can take you in. Now I'm going to be vulnerable, but I am going to change stuff now. And so, you know, that there, if you have support, like Jessica and I supported one another, if you stumble, it's fine. You make a mistake, it's fine. And by the way, it's fine to cry. It's fine to not want to get out of bed that day. Don't shower for a day. Don't do it too many days because it's not healthy for you. (laughs) Allow yourself to feel what you're going to feel. You're a human being. It sucks, but it's going to be all right. That's that's the end of it, you know. I loved. There were two different themes that you had earlier developed. There, that is so important to say that 
indeed if you if you look back at couples who have been together 70 80 years and and ask them well what's the secret to marriage and they they all will say that well we come from a generation where you meant things you don't just throw them away after single use and i think there's a lot to be said that there is an emotional bank account with every relationship and if you can put into it and 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 work on it then a lot of problems can actually be dealt with. Now, many people don't have that emotional maturity. Many people don't have that skill. Many people, unfortunately, are, are more like the, the proverbial bull in the, in, in the china shop. And that is when it comes to the emotions of others. So regrettably, that is an issue. The other issue that, that stands out is that, that the problems that arose were sort of short, well within the five years or so after you guys starting the family. And again, there's maybe something to be said about, uh, about realizing what might be going on. And I'm, I'm thinking about the postnatal depression that unfortunately many young women, are, are, are older women, go through, um, which changes you. And... It is maybe when you think about about divorce, when you're really at that, if, if listeners are coming out and say, wow, yeah, I want a divorce. These guys, yes, I know, they can help me. Um, maybe the question is, what is really going on? Maybe your thoughts about a divorce might actually be signs and symptoms of something else going on. Maybe your world has really become very, very dark because there was complete change Two years ago, you were partying, dancing. Now you have got fat in all the wrong places. Your boobs are leaking and your husband is working his guts out. Um, and there is no longer, you know, there's so much change happening in those times. Um, it's crazy. And of course, it can be, uh, there can be very much darkness there. So I think, I think that, I think you're right. Like, I mean, kids change everything. Kids change the dynamic of everything in your relationship, for sure. I, I think that it's always helpful if people have other things to focus on as well. Like I had a job, I worked full time. I was back to work in less than three months and was kind of back to my regular life. I was fortunate. We had an amazing nanny. Like a lot of my life didn't change, but it was true. Like coming home from work if he wanted to go out for a drink, I'm like, I got to feed the baby. Exactly. It wasn't even, it wasn't even, <laughs> so it's, it, it, I like, we joke about how like kids ruin everything because once you have kids, your relationships are never the same. And it does become, I think a magnifying glass to things that may have been going on in your relationship. All the people out there who think that kids are going to save a relationship. I mean, it's a joke. That's never going to happen. But I think that, the dynamics are just so completely different once kids come that it's almost, it almost doesn't matter. Certainly there's a percentage of women who struggle with postpartum depression and things like that. Knock on wood. Thank God. I, I had not with my first child. Um, I think I had baby blues after my second, but I, he was already having an affair. So right. I think that that actually right. subconsciously factored in, but I think that things are going to change even for people who don't have that. Those emotions. Yeah. I, I also really think that I think two things, my feeling is that I was maybe married too young. 
I think I was too immature to be making a decision about marriage. I think, I mean, that's just for me. I was engaged to 24. I am a planner. That like wasn't part of my plan. So it kind of threw me off, but obviously I went with it. Um, And the other thing is it takes two to tango. I also fortunately didn't suffer from any depression. I also was working. I also had help in my house with my kids. But if you don't have a solid relationship with your partner, kids are going to complicate that. And like Jessica said, it becomes a magnifying lens, except that you really need a solid foundation to really deal with any big life event. Like, God forbid a death, God forbid an addiction, God forbid bankruptcy. So I think that I I love my kids dearly. I totally love being a mom. Jessica and I did so much and all my friends had kids around the same time. So it was like, we're all mommies now. Yay. You know, it was, it was great. And the guys were there, the fathers were present. So I kind of challenge you a little bit, Stefan, in thinking that, um, there could certainly be stuff off on both partners' ends, but you really need to have a great communication, respect, trust. You have to be friends. Absolutely. Like I know that now because I'm in that kind of relationship that I've never been in before. Mm. So I would never have known everything that I was missing until now because you don't know what you don't know. Mm. You don't know what you don't have until you have it. So really having a solid relationship and look, again, I'm not supporting divorce. Everybody needs to do what's good for them. You should never walk away and feel guilty because then that's going to make you sick in other ways, but you have to lead your best life and whatever goes into that, if that means working with your partner on your relationship or making time for one another, having a date night, whatever that is. Um, that now looking back, uh, those, those were a lot of things that we were missing in our marriage. So we were never going to be successful, um, because we were missing so much. And I was so immature that I wouldn't have known even a little bit of that. I just kind of went along. Oh, you graduate college, you get a job, you get engaged, you get married, you have kids. You just keep freaking rolling along. You never stop to think. And so that's not what everybody does, but that is kind of how I feel I did. And um, so I think those are other really big things that considered when a divorce comes up and, and, you know, I would call anybody listening, if you're a friend or family member or a colleague, just give them a hug. Or just say, how are you doing right now? The question, how you're doing is so big. Like, how am I doing what? Like, how are you doing at this moment? And just listen, those are like the three best things you can do for anybody, you know, struggling. And uh, so that's, that's, that's my thought. (laughs) It's beautifully said, beautifully said, TH. And it just shows how multifactorial it is. So whilst whilst uh, there is the, the theme of marriage and then not marriage, divorce. Yeah, it can be so different in many, many, in, 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 in every relationship you look at. Yeah. I think the important bit is there are two to tango. And it is, 
is you were you were pointing towards the, the the need to really focus on a relationship and actually make it work. Uh, were you guys able at that stage to focus on yourself, or because both of you sound like go getters, mummies? Yes, I'm a mummy. I'm a businesswoman. I break the ceiling, the glass ceiling up there. Let's kick ass. Who was looking <laughs> looking after you? Yeah. <laughs> Who was looking after you? <laughs> I, I don't think I even took a second to like think about it and focus. I I had started a new job, a new bigger job, mm. the following week after I had gotten that phone call and and, and kicked him out, and it, it was my saving grace oh. that I had something that I had to wake up <laughs> to every day and get out of the house, and I was focused and busy all day until the evening at work. And so I didn't have the time to really kind of, you know, moan and groan or feel bad for myself or things like that. I was, I, I had to keep all the wheels turning. Um, I don't think I really, I think through TH and I and the conversations that we had on a daily basis. I mean, I think that was probably as much focus on myself as I did. I, I just kind of turned it all off and I just kept moving forward, yeah. balls to the wall. It wasn't until probably, well, now I'm getting divorced for the second time, totally different issues. Um, and we're, and it, both divorces for me were very amicable. I'm still very good friends with both of them. And I, it, after the second one, we were in COVID quarantine together for quite some time. So that actually was really when I had the opportunity to kind of take a step back and sort of focus on myself, which is something I've been doing like over the past year. But in many ways, I don't think I focused on myself. My kids were little, I had shit to do. And we spent time together on the weekends. Like Jessica would come out and we'd be with the kids together or like we spent time together afterwards. So we were inadvertently working on ourselves by supporting one another and not being alone. Um, you know, sharing in the kids' victories and our victories in her work. And like I restarted a career again. And I think what's great strengths of ours is that we are inherently confident women. And um, we do believe in ourselves. And it's amazing that for the times when we don't feel good about ourselves based on what we put out to the universe. But that is normal. And um, I, I would say my first year of separating, I really focused more on how I was going to manage my ex so that he couldn't hurt me anymore. Mm -hmm. That was my first most important thing was to remove the power that he had over me. And so that was working on myself, but that was eliminating like a big brick on my back. So it did start right away. My divorce took four years. It was very contentious. It was very difficult. And when you have one person dragging you through the mud, it really didn't matter what I had to say. We were going to court. We were going to experts. We were spending money like it was going out of style. Because a point, these are air quotes for everyone listening, could be proven on his end. And um, so managing that process and my kids was my first priority. 
And then it's, it really is baby steps working on yourself. You know, at different times in your life, you're ready to face certain things at other times in your life, you're not ready to face those things. And as you grow, then those bigger issues become for, I'm all, of course, only speaking from my experience, but those bigger issues, I'm better able to face Mm. the more growth I've had. Mm. So you take what you can, you manage what you can face and you, but every day we, we definitely were taking a baby step forward, like Mm. Jessica getting up and still going to work and coming home and being present for her kids. Like that's a big deal. She was at work at like four o'clock in the morning Mm. and then she had to come home and be on for the kids and, and, and then get a good night's sleep. Like those things definitely cannot be taken for granted. And, um, so working on yourself is the only way that you are going to be happy that I do know for everybody. And I think you've, you've just nailed it there because that is, we are not in here for a quick sprint. This is really a long distance run, uh, any divorce, any kind of a thing like that. It will be a, it will take time far longer than you think. And these can be, I would say at least a year or two. That's that, you know, that is probably the realistic Easily. kind of thing. Exactly. So that is a long time. And that will be a roller coaster of emotions where there's absolutely zero doubt in my mind. You will have some really shitty times. And it's yeah. for that 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 it is so easy to fall off the wagon. It's so easy to do to do self-destructive behavior, um, to to lash out, to be promiscuous just for that, to prove to yourself that you're a woman oh. or that you're a man, all mm-hmm. of these kind of things. And for that, it is so great that that you guys are creating a community for women to to actually to actually just steam off, to actually just say, ah. And but and in a safe okay. environment. That's right. In and a safe okay. environment. Right. Yeah. And we are, is- we're definitely not a bashing site. Hmm. Um, we because that's just toxic for other people. Oh, you know, when someone would come up to either one of us to start bad mouthing hmm. our ex, like we already know. Hmm. I, I don't need your opinion. Just go and talk behind my back to somebody else. Like it's not telling me anything. So you don't have a club room with testicles nailed to sort of the, the rafters. Now. That's definitely <laughs> not our vibe. <laughs> definitely not our vibe. No. Some, some men would deserve that, but I mean, we won't go there. You know no. what? Karma sucks. <laughs> you don't really that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, no. And that's, I guess, to a certain degree, you took karma in your own hands and you're doing it now because you're helping other women um, to get divorced. And and whilst we are talking at the moment about the, the traditional marriage between men and women, that obviously also applies to same sex. Uh, Absolutely. Couples, Absolutely. Because the same, the same emotions, the same roller coaster, the same, same things right. happen. So absolutely. So, so are there men in your group as well? Or is it really girls only? It's for everyone. I mean, the information that we put out there is really for everyone. It's we we believe that our demographic is more female than male, but we also know firsthand that men have come to us and said that they really love and appreciate the information. They love listening to the podcasts. And it's twofold. On the one hand, it's practical information that's useful to anyone who's thinking about divorce, getting divorced, 
or has gotten divorced. And secondly, from some of the men, they want to know what their wives are reading and what their or their ex yeah. soon to be exes yeah. are reading and listening to. So they're listening and reading so that they kind of feel like they are up on on what information is being passed out there. Mm. But our whole point is, you know, when you hear other people's stories, you may think you yours, no one's heard a story like yours or whatever you've gone through is, you know, worse than anybody else. When you hear other people's stories and there are uh, threads of similarity to what your own personal experiences have been, it makes you feel drawn in. It makes you feel that much closer. You know, you're not alone. You're like, they've, that she gets it. Her story is so similar to my story. Yeah. There are always going to be a little bit of minor differences here and there, but whether it's men, whether it's women, it's relatable to anyone who's in that situation of getting divorced or has gotten divorced. So it's, it's, we think it's for everyone out there just yes. to feel like you, other people have been where you've been. And, and that's the emotional side of it. You know, the business side could be different. Do you share a business together? Does he work and she doesn't, or she does and he doesn't, but the emotions are for, I mean, everybody's feeling it, no matter who you are, no matter what your role is in the relationship, everybody feels lonely, everybody feels lost, scared, you know, uncertain, those are universal feelings. So th that's why we think that we really could resonate with with anybody in a relationship. Absolutely. And that's where the ex experts have developed two words. So where can people find you? Where do you guys hang out? Tell us your social media handles. We're everywhere anybody else is. Our website is xexperts.com. It's spelled out though. It's E-X-E-X-P-E-R-T-S.com. Um, that's our handle on Instagram. We have a Facebook page. We're creating a members only community as we speak. We have a podcast. It, you can find it either under X experts or divorce, et cetera, which is the name of the podcast. And if someone wants to listen go and listen. If they like the topic of a podcast, but they're someone who doesn't really listen to podcasts and would rather read it, we have an accompanying article on our website. We have nice. the transcript of the podcast on our website. Nice. So wherever anyone is or however they want to consume the information, it's out there for them in that way. We wanted it to just be easily accessible to everyone. It's just beautiful. And because when you're in the darkness and when you're in the confusion of a divorce, uh, there is, you don't have time to do research. You just say help. And and you guys are actually the guys with the, the big lifesaver uh, and here, just you know, check it out there. And it's all out there. So I guess to a certain degree, I'm so, so grateful that you guys had to go through shit and actually came out the other end uh, as, as new and improved versions of yourself and are now saying, hey, let's make sense of that. Let's teach other women and other people to, to, to survive and not just to survive, to actually thrive. Right. So Jess, Jessica Klingbaum, T.H. Irvin, you guys are gorgeous. Thank you so much for being guests on my show. This was an absolute honor and it was the perfect uh, Tuesday, Survival Tuesday talk to really keep yourself sane. And so thank you so much. It was an honor to have you on my show. Thank you so much for having us. No thank trouble. You.